is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Do you ever have one of those days where you are almost too hyped? Because that is kind of the mental state today of yours truly. And so at some point in time today on the Workday Red Zone, I might put together a segment that is completely incoherent, and (laughs) I just want to apologize in advance. I'm having a hard time today kind of slowing down my brain because I'm too excited about what has happened, what is coming up this week for A-State Athletics. So I'm going to try and take it down a notch over the course of the next two hours, but I make no promises especially since we haven't even gotten through the intro yet. This is the Workday <laughs> Red Zone, and we appreciate you joining us here today on the Ticket Radio Network. There's a lot of places you can find us on your radio dial, and of course also online at 953theticket.com. A reminder that uh, there is an app for that. It's called the EAB Media Group app. Get that saved to your smartphone. Search for the Ticket logo. Click Listen Live. You will be all set. If you would like to shout at us today, 870-930-3776. That is the phone number on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. And in the meantime, you can reach out on social media, facebook.com slash the ticket radio. And to tell you how discombobulated I am today, I don't have a KavanaughCars.com question posted for you online yet. yet. But when I do, it will be at Kara underscore Richie. You can also find it using the hashtag WDRZ, and I'll try and do that here. Uh, definitely in this noon hour, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Uh, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio today for this noon hour by Keith Merritt. Yeah, I, I think you're becoming in the range of heavily caffeinated Zen monk. I brought more caffeine with me to the show out of habit. I don't know if I need it. <laughs> I, I might just have the can just sit there. Just, just, yeah. Just, just look at it. Just look at it, and <laughs> that'll give you enough wings. <laughs> uh, also with us today, we've got producer Ryan James. Good to be here. The man behind the scenes uh, that's hitting all the buttons, playing all the tracks. And uh, he is going to have some tracks to play for us today. We've got some audio that we want to share with you as we go along. It'll include, well, a lot of Arkansas State coaches. Tommy Raffo, Brian Hodson, and Destiny Rogers. Uh, the reason they're going to be... The reason you'll hear their voices today, obviously there's a lot going on right now for Arkansas State Athletics. And, of course, coming up tonight, A-State men's basketball set for their first nationally televised broadcast. From first National Bank Arena since 1997, Red Wolves taking on Troy. A reminder, A-State Athletics is encouraging fans to black out the bank. So, wear your black. Uh, The Red Wolves going to be going for the season sweep of the Trojans after winning at Troy 82-71 just last Thursday. Tip-off is at 8 p.m. on 107.9 KFine and ESPNU. Meanwhile, A-State Baseball went out last night, picked up its first win in Oxford since 2008 by topping Ole Miss 4-2 Wednesday night at Swayze Field. 
Austin Jazlove went two for four at the plate with a home run and two runs scored. So the Red Wolves off to a 5-0 and start for the first time since 1997. Also Wednesday, A-State women's basketball suffered a 77-65 setback to Troy for Red Wolves finished in double figures led by Anna Griffin with 21 points. So again, some audio coming up in the second hour with Coach Rogers recapping that. Some audio coming up in this noon hour uh, with coaches Raffo and Hodson. Big, big game coming up tonight. So didn't want to necessarily overthink the KavanaughCars.com question. We're just going to ask you what happens tonight in this A-State Troy tilt it is always on Twitter when I get it posted on Twitter. <laughs> You'll have three options. Uh, you can pick the Trojans to win in an upset. You can pick Arkansas State to win but not cover. Or you can pick the Red Wolves to win and cover a state favored tonight by two and one half points. So that is your com question. Uh, this is going to be the biggest game at First National Bank Arena in a hot minute. Now, obviously, you flash back to when JMU was in town. That that felt like a big deal. It was a big deal. A-State with the chance to take down one of the league leaders. But tonight, you know, you've got ESPNU in the house. You've got a couple of Barstool personalities in the house. I know Coach Brian Hodson tweeted out, I think, yesterday his niece had flown in to, to sing the <laughs> national anthem. So he's got some cool personal ties that are going to be in the house as well. And uh, A-State Athletics doing what they can to have a packed house. I think I saw earlier this morning that just somewhere in the neighborhood of 75 tickets remain for the lower bowl. Uh, They're going all out to get students at the facility. And I think all in all, they're giving away somewhere in the neighborhood of $3,000 worth of prize money uh, tonight. Uh, Different payouts to different organizations uh, for being the loudest, including a $1,000 grand prize if your student organization is the loudest tonight at First National Bank Arena. Uh, so it's just, it's it's shaping up to, to be a big deal. I think the most electric crowd I've experienced in that facility, you know, in my radio career, you know, going back to my youth, I was there when it was packed out and it was insane, it was awesome. But since I've been in radio for the past decade, I flash back to Grant McCaslin's year. And... Throughout the year, that season, as the wind started to to pick up and to pick up and to pick up, well, the attendance started to pick up and to pick up and to pick up. I think there was a game uh, there sometime in in mid-February in 2017 when A-State welcomed in Little Rock, and there were somewhere in the neighborhood of of 6,500 people in that building. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. I mean, you could the the electricity in the building was was a tangible thing. You could feel it just like it was it was a real actual object in front of you. And you know, I'm not sure if the attendance tonight is going to reach that point that it did in that Little Rock game in 2017, but I want to see the energy get there. And I think it can. I hope it can. You hope A State can kind of Deal with that, not get too over. I'm too overhyped right now. Like I can't, I can barely sit still in my chair. This is going to be one of those days where my watch tells me that even though I sit here for two hours, it's going to register that I've taken 500 steps because I keep talking with my hands because I can't sit still <laughs> right now. So <laughs> hopefully, though, the the actual team can kind of center that energy and and not be overhyped. 
you know, you flash back to the the previous biggest game this season, which is a couple weeks ago when A-State welcomed in JMU, and that was a bad shooting game for A-State. I, I don't know. So, look, even good shooting teams have bad shooting nights. Yeah, that's part of the game. It is. It is. So, you know, was it just a bad shooting night, or, or was it a team that was a little bit overhyped for the situation? I don't know. But obviously, you, you can't have a, a shooting start like that tonight, and I don't think they will. This is an A-State team that is just one week removed from a really excellent effort against Troy. Again, a reminder, uh, one week ago today, that was an 82-71 final. And that was the biggest, uh, well, it was the biggest Sunbelt road win of the year for the team. Winning at Louisville earlier this year was a pretty big deal as well. But there were several things that A-State did really well in that game. You know, they shot it at almost a 50% clip. They were 8-17 to from 3. And then the big key to victory there for A-State was, was rebounding and offensive rebounding. That is something that Troy is very, very, very good at. But yet A-State was able to come out on top in, in those statistics and uh, really uh, take advantage of some second-chance points that, that power the team to the win. Just seems like you'll have similar keys to a win this time out. You've got to take care of things on the glass first and foremost. And then try your best to to take advantage of any extra opportunities. That seems to be the key for this Arkansas State team. If they're good on the glass, they're going to play well. You know, I, I, this is undoubtedly in the in the game notes, but it's one of those things that sometimes you don't think to to look at specific stats until you're you're in the middle of a conversation. But I'd like to go back and look here, and I might during during the break because I get the game notes pulled up in front of me, uh, just what A-State's record is when they out-rebound their opponent and specifically what A-State's record is when they out-offensive rebound their opponent. It seems like, again, when A-State has been able to go out and get these big victories, those have been some of the reasons why and uh, huge reasons why they are able to beat Troy at Troy. Both of these teams tonight are coming in hot. A-State has won five out of its last six. Troy has won seven out of its last eight with only that loss to Arkansas State, uh, kind of spoiling a, a win streak there for the Trojans. Also, these are both uh, some teams with uh, some big things to kind of battle for down the stretch here in terms of Sunbelt Conference play and standings. Troy is, is still in the hunt, ultimately, for a regular season Sunbelt title. Arkansas State, of course, is trying to get back into, not back into, excuse me, trying to get into that top four so it can get a quarterfinal bye in the tournament in Pensacola. So just all of all of the things tonight building up for this to be a great one at First National Bank Arena. Again, the KavanaughCars.com question. We're asking you what's going to happen tonight. Can the Trojans pull off the upset, or will A-State be able to complete the season sweep of the Trojans? And if they do, hey, are they going to cover? That's the KavanaughCars.com question. We've got a lot to talk about specifically with this men's basketball game, but... Uh, we gotta we gotta shine the spotlight on some baseball Red Wolves as well because that was awfully fun to watch last night uh, unfold. Well, I was watching on TV, but to watch what happened on in, in Oxford was was pretty cool. And I want to recap that one when we come back. We need to step aside though. Take a break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. We'll be right back after this on the ticket. <laughs> 
the only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Visiting with A-State basketball player Lauren Pendleton about how head coach Destiny Rogers pushes her to become better. You don't really hear about that kind of stuff. Coming from players, how coaches have the ability to like push buttons that you didn't even know that you had. And she's definitely done a good job with that. And it has helped me grow, not even like in the game, but like mentally and like in life. I just never would have thought that she would be able to push me in that way. And I appreciate her for that, for sure. It's the Second to None podcast presented by First National Bank and the Kavanaugh Auto Group. New episodes Tuesday where Wherever you get your podcast. The name Glenn Sang in our northeast of South Missouri, everybody relates that to the car business. We've been in this business a long time, and our family's in it, our boys are in it, and our grandkids come along. Our philosophy is real simple. We have the best customers in the world. They come and do business with us when they can go anywhere in the world and spend their money. If something breaks, we handle it for them. You know, we want to see our kids and grandkids continue this thing, and it looks like that's going to happen. The family's important to us, and people in our communities, they know that. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas is striving to make life easier for all their banking customers by introducing a brand new way to control your Visa debit card. With the MyCard Rules mobile app, you can turn your debit card on or off with the push of a button, set limits on spending and transaction types, see recent transactions, customize alerts, and so much more. Existing customers can download the free MyCard Rules app today in the Apple app or Google Play Store. We're giving you the power to take control of your card at First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas. Member FDIC. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe and is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay. Smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. On October the 4th, my daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight to St. Jude. When I received the diagnosis with my daughter, my hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When we first made it to St. Jude, my baby couldn't sit up on her own at all. The tumor had pressed up against her spine to the point where it basically paralyzed her. And just to see her start to make those steps after treatment, it was just like a miracle. It was amazing. I was like, thank God for St. Jude. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. They did. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. 
It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Workday Red Zone. It's Kara, Keith, and Ryan hanging out with you. Our noon hour brought to you by the real estate experts at Dustin White Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, you can trust the experts at Dustin White Realty for personalized service. Your home may be worth more than you think, and you can visit arhomevalue.com to find out more. Your dream home awaits at Dustin White Realty. All right, I got my act together and got the KavanaughCars.com question posted on Twitter. Uh, What happens tonight at First National Bank Arena between A-State and Troy? Uh, Red Wolves are favored by two and a half, by the way, going into that one. So you can vote uh, there on social. You can vote with us on the phone today at 709-303-776. All that being said, I want to table the basketball talk for just a moment because I want to dive into an A-State baseball winner from last night at Oxford. The final there, 4-2. to two. Red Wolves over Rebels. And it was a game, a, a win that was, I guess, a long time coming. It's been since... 2008, since Arkansas State got a win in Oxford. It's been since 1997, since A-State baseball started 5-0. By the way, were there any other, just quick, quick aside, were there any other significant things that happened for Arkansas State Athletics in 1997? I'm coming up blank, okay. but I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, well, I'm smelling oil burning, so. <laughs> In my head. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, gear, oh my, are we gear, on fire? No, we're not on fire. The, <laughs> the gears in Keith's brain are gotcha, not, gotcha. not engaged. Well, I ask that because the the you know televised game tonight at, at First National Bakery, it's the first time there's going to be a national broadcast from Jonesboro since 97. Since 97. The baseball team is 5-0 and for the first time since 97. So, again, is there is there something else of significance we're going to have to go diving through uh, the record book to find out. Last night, though, 4-2 to two was the final score, and that was a ton of fun. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was, it was nerve-wracking as the, at the end, uh, but ultimately A-State was able to, to close out strong and get that victory, and there, there were just, in a close game like that, there are just so many things that, that you have to do well to be able to come out on top. Uh We'll kind of go through several of them as we go along. Uh, but when you look at just offensively, you know, A-State hit almost 300 in that game last night. There were 10 for 34. A-State was 5-9 and nine leading off an inning. Uh, they did better in terms of advancement opportunities. And they were 2-2 two for two with runners on third and less than two outs. So there weren't you know, just a, a massive amount of, of opportunities for, for A-State last night, but it seems like more often than not when there was one, they were taking advantage at the plate. Obviously, you're holding a, an SEC team to just two runs. That means your pitching staff. was really, really good. Really good. Uh, A-State held the Rebels, kept the Rebels off the board for the first four innings. And by the way, when you look back over these past few games, a-State put together a 25-inning scoreless streak between Omaha, Pine Bluff, Ole Miss. 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Uh, so you had the guys uh, that went out and were, were effective on the mound. Uh, it was Jalen Martinez getting his first start as a Red Wolf. He went an inning and two-thirds. Didn't give up any hits. He was, uh, he was a little out of the strike zone a little bit. He walked four batters. But just hat tip to everybody who came in uh, from the bullpen after that because the Red Wolves went the final seven and a third and allowed just one walk in those final seven innings. So, again, you, you see the team not, not making mistakes, not putting themselves in danger. Uh, there were only a couple of times really in that game where, where you felt like Ole Miss was, was kind of threatening. Uh, sure, there were some opportunities where, where A-State pr- could have gotten a couple more runs. You know, the Red Wolves did leave nine on base. Uh, there were some opportunities where A-State could have put, you know, there are a couple of hit batters along the way. Uh, there were some tense moments in the game. But ultimately, A-State just did so many different things right that helped the Red Wolves to a win. There are, there were, again, a number of positives. But I want to specifically point out the defense for a moment. First off, no errors. So that's big. But when you're, when you're watching a game, errors are just one part of the defensive story. I think most importantly last night, in addition to not seeing any errors, there were, there were no plays not made. A-State was able to turn three double plays. And every single one of them, massive. Key. Yeah. In the very first inning... Uh, the uh, the leadoff batter was walked. <laughs> a state was up. You know, a state struck first. It was one or nothing after one, and then uh, and then Martinez walks the first batter you're, he faces, and you're just sitting there going, "Oh no, oh no, this is going to be this is going to be another one of those games in Oxford." But Jazzlove was playing at third last night. He started a double play. Jazzlove to French to Tollett, and so they erased that leadoff walk. Oh, by the way, and then Jazlove let off the second inning with a home run, which was pretty nice. As, as so often happens, you see a guy make a defensive play, a stellar defensive play in the field, and the next thing you know, they end up at the plate and do something special as well. There was another double play in the fourth inning, and that was uh, started by shortstop Braden Caskey. And he erased a leadoff hit by pitch. So... That was that was huge, by the way, because the next batter after the double play doubled. So, had, so that saves at least one run. Exactly, exactly. At least one, possibly two. And then finally, uh, the third double play turn of the night was in was in the eighth inning, and it was again started by shortstop Braden Caskey. You had uh, you had a situation where originally the runner at first base was called safe. Because it was a little bit of a, the tag was was, was kind of hard to tell at first glance. That the tag was uh, the uh, I think Tollett was pulled off the the bag, so had to make a tag. And it was hard to tell what happened, but you know that that ended the eighth, and that was crucial because it looked like finally in the eighth inning the Rebels were getting some momentum. Uh, they had already homered in the eighth, and then the very next batter singled. So that was the first time. Practically all game, it felt like they were really going to threaten. Trailing just two runs, looked like they had something brewing. The double play erased that single and ended the inning. Three just massive. Big double plays. Massive double plays. A-State has turned six double plays so far this season in its its five games. Only four teams in the country have more. 
And this is specifically impressive because this was, just call it what it is, this has not been a strong defensive team over the past few years. Last year was better than in 2022, but in 2022, this this team was bad defensively. I don't remember how many unearned runs were allowed in 2022, and I'm not... I'm not going to look and nobody can make me. <laughs> it's a lot. But even, again, a, a number that doesn't necessarily show up statistically, A-State turned like no double plays that year. In fact, back in 2022, out of the 301 teams in college baseball that year, nobody turned fewer double plays than the Red Wolves with 13. So, again, they're already at six so far this year. Now, obviously, last year, you know, they put more of a, a, an emphasis on, on defense, but this year we're kind of already seeing those, those early dividends. So, defense so far this season has been, uh, has been fun, has been special. And then one other thing I want to point out, um, I've really enjoyed seeing this team run this year. I think everybody is very well aware of the fact that you're not going to mash your way to victories at Tomlinson Stadium, Kell Field. Not early in the season Not with the wind the blowing season. in? Because the wind doesn't blow out. If the wind blew out, yeah, you can mash some. But when the wind's blowing in, there isn't anything stopping it from coming straight from Forest City to Jonesboro. The wind blows in. Usually you'll have like one game where the wind blows out until the end of April. And then at the end of April, it starts, April to warm it starts to warm up. It starts to warm up and starts to blow out some. But until then... Wind's coming in. But this team feels maybe more more built for that small ball and that uh that, you know, just advance the runner type type mindset than others. Um A State has had thirteen steals in fourteen attempts so far this season. A State had fifteen all of last year. So I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Friday night, A State is gonna steal enough bases to eclipse their entire 2023 total uh, by the sixth game of the season. There were four stolen bases last night against Ole Miss. Zero caught stealing. And again, every single one of them, just kind of like with the double plays, every single one were were pretty big. Uh, French stole a base in the the first inning. It put him in scoring position. He was advanced to third by Tollett and then driven in by Hager. In the, I don't remember what inning it was, but it was later on in the game you had a double steal by, by Jazz Love and Jumper. Now that, the batter at the plate was eventually walked. So, a little bit of a moot point. They would have ended up at second and third anyways. But, but, both of those guys scored. And then you had another stolen base by Blake Burris in the, in the ninth inning. Now, obviously, another run in the ninth that would have been so, so huge. And unfortunately, he got stranded at second. But again, just these runners continuing to put put emphasis, uh, put pressure on on the guys pitching and catching. It's it's a good thing. And that can help out your hitters as well. Yes. Because if the pitcher isn't, if he's worried about the guy on first or the guy on second, that's going to take his some of his concentration away on the pitch he's making. And... I don't know if in college baseball they do this quite as much. Back in the day, if you had a running threat at first, the hitter was going to see fastballs Mm -hmm. because the pitcher and catcher wanted to have the best 
chance of throwing out the runner. Um, in college, sometimes I think you're just you're just better off pitching your best pitch in whatever situation you're facing. Go with your best pitch, and if the sequence calls for a breaking ball, throw it. But if they're thinking about it, yeah. don't think, meat. It just hurts the ball club. <laughs> Let's hear a couple of clips here from uh, A-State head baseball coach Tommy Raffo. It was interesting to see the way they kind of kind of mixed the, the A-State pitchers last night. Again, there were seven total pitchers that appeared for A-State. The game was closed out by Arlen Butts, who, by the way, was also the Saturday starter, will be the Saturday starter uh, this week. It was his bullpen day, so why not? Of course, he was he was very good, and he was fun to listen to in the postgame as well. But uh, but Coach Raffo just talks about, you know, the pitching plan going in and, and then even better than that, how those guys went out and, and executed and how this pitching staff fared. Well, Coach Trawick and I had some conversations, you know, beginning of the week and where this would take us with Tuesday and then, with Harpernell going the four innings, backing up Maloney, that really opened up a lot of people to be able to throw tonight. They happened to stack two lefties on the back end. That kind of helped us because we knew we had some left-left matchups. Um, we felt like Griner was going to kind of keep the game under control early. Um, Martinez hadn't thrown, but we knew he had, had D1 experience, and we wanted to get him in the game. Um, but we got better as the game went on. Um, Coach Trejo had a great plan, and, the, and, and Walker and Draper did a fantastic job coming in. They were so good. Really good. And, and to get us to the back end, I thought Charlton threw some really quality pitches. And then uh, with Butts, you know, his, his role last year was always at the end of the game. And, you know, it was flip-flopping the 7th, 8th, ninth of who do you get out of the middle of the inning with? Well, the guy that can get out of the middle of an inning is a guy that's done it before. That's Butts. And so we in the middle of the inning – we were kind of waiting when we, to throw that bullet. Um, Charlton had a home run and a single against him. It's like, okay, we got to throw our bullet, and Butts was ready. Um, and that's why we threw that at that time. Continuing here, uh, we've already bragged on this this A State uh, defense from last night again with the three double plays turned, and then just just a lot of just solid play. Uh, from the outfielders, from the infielders, uh, the defense was fun to watch last night, and and uh, I think Coach Raffo agrees with me. Well, when you look at the defensive play tonight for us, you know, some good ones. we had some three had three double plays. And then we also, uh, we didn't have any miscues in the field. Now, we gave up some freebies on the, on the mound. But in the field, we made the plays we need to make not to compound anything. And that was a huge plus. A lot of times we've come here and it's been a little fast for us and we've not been not able to make those plays. Looking at what A-State did at the plate, uh, 10 for 34 on, uh, on the night. Uh, so 10 hits, which is always good. Uh, more impressively, A-State was able to get a runner on in, in five, uh, five of nine innings leading off. So you just you had opportunities, several opportunities throughout the night, and a lot of these Red Wolves picked up uh, some clutch, clutch hits when they needed to. And Coach Raffo talks about that aspect of the game, especially, uh, especially late, getting a couple of runs uh, there in the fourth inning to, to, well, not make it feel comfortable, but to help with the lead. Add the lead. Well, two wasn't going to do it. We knew that four typically has not done it here, uh, but we were fortunate enough to get those three double plays and pitch it and play defense, and that's what wins the game. I mean, 
when you look at the free bases overall, it was 9-7, I think it was. We had nine, and they had seven, and, uh, you know, that's a, kind of a toss-up. And at the same time, we, we just did a better job offensively, and that ended up, you know, we had ten hits and execution, guys at the plate, and that's what ended up winning the game for Last thing here, obviously, uh, this this team was was pretty amped uh, after it was all said and done. There were a couple of cool moments, you know. After that, uh, after that double play in the eighth inning, again they they at the bottom of the eighth, uh, they had to review it. The runner was originally called safe. They went back, called him out, and you just saw the guys like everybody runs out of the dugout. It wasn't quite the end of the game, but they were just so amped. And then, of course, when it was finally said and done, an inning later, uh, the the team just the celebration there was was really, really cool, and obviously uh, Coach Raffo is, is pretty excited for his guys. Well, these guys have put a lot of time in, yeah, and a lot. And, uh, you know, nobody sees it during the fall. They've been together. We've done a lot of different things off the field together. Um, and there was a real want to to come here and do well. Um, you can sense it last night after the Pine Bluff win. Um, There's a lot of talk about it. We did not talk about it before Pine Bluff, but after the Pine Bluff game, the team did. And... You know, that business, that uh, bus trip over, you can kind of feel it a little bit. Um, there's a different sense or feel on the bus about coming over here. So, you know, sometimes when you have an older team or it's been through a little bit, that kind of helps, and um, it showed up tonight. Again, that was A-State baseball coach Tommy Raffo. The Red Wolves off to their first 5-0 and start since 1997. We're going to talk some more baseball with you tomorrow as well. As Arkansas State uh, returns to the Tom, gets ready for a three-game set against Lindenwood. And I am uh, loving, loving the forecast for this weekend series. Sunny and 61 is the high tomorrow. Saturday, uh, going to be a little bit more chilly. Sunny, but but 56. And uh, then uh, if you if you can only get out there for one day this weekend, sunny and 70 on Sunday. Looks like a uh, pretty good game plan. Sun, Sunday looks yeah. at baseball weather. That's that's going to be some fun stuff. Uh, we are going to step aside for a break here in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Come by, circle back around to, to this basketball game that's coming up at the bank tonight. More on that when we return on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Cotton prices up, other crops falling. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 405, down six. May corn at 417 and a half, down six and three quarters. March soybeans 1154 and a quarter, down six and a half. With May soybeans 1158 and three quarters, down six and a quarter. March wheat at 582 and a half, down three quarters. With May wheat at 578, unchanged. March cotton at 94.24, up 164, with May cotton at 94.75, up 152. March rice at 18.02 and a half, down 22 cents, with May rice at 18.31, down 20 and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 184.60, up 62 and a half, with April live cattle at 188.10, up 40. March feeder cattle at 253.37 and a half, up 222 and a half. April feeder cattle at 258, even up 207 and a half. April lean hogs at 88.72 and a half, up 275, with May lean hogs at 91.35, up $2. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. 
Have a great day. Farming is dangerous. There's dangers all around us. We work around it and we live around it every day. And we just become desensitized to what's around us. We go through safety training and, you know, we try and do these things to make sure accidents don't happen, but you just never know. There are so many farmers that I think take for granted all of the underground utilities that are there. You don't want to hit a gas pipe because that's your life. The other part of it is if you hit certain things, you're liable for it. I mean, we kind of know what's out here, but all at the same time, you, you just always call. Farm Safe 811 starts with you. Whether you're installing drain tile or doing any sort of digging, always call 811 and wait for any underground lines to be marked and have the depth confirmed. That's farming with care. But if a line does get damaged, go somewhere safe and call Call 911. Always keep safety in the back of your mind. Just stay humble. For more information, go to farmsafe811.org. It's the President's Day Sale going on now at Kavanaugh Kia. Get incredible savings on every vehicle on the lot. With its sleek design and impressive performance, come see the all-new 2024 Kia Telluride SX. Now up to $4,300 off MSRP. Or the all-new 2023 Kia Sportage Hybrid. The compact SUV that combines style and versatility. Now only $29,000. Plus the best warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles. Don't miss the President's Day Sales event at Kavanaugh Kia on Stadium or KavanaughKia.com. Having trouble getting the trailer you need? Silverline Trailers, the largest trailer retailer in the USA, has the perfect solution for you. Guaranteed approval. No credit check required. Get the quality trailer you need at a price you can afford. With over 3,500 trailers available and more coming in daily, we'll find the perfect trailer for you. And at Silverline, we're always looking to hire good people. Visit our website, SilverlineTrailer.com, for a location near you. You can stop by our Jonesboro location today at 3711 Stadium Boulevard or call 870-203-0000. Silverline Trailers, your trusted trailer. Trailer Retailer. Coming to Old Number One Speedway this Friday through Sunday, Winter Blast is here. The snow and winter weather is gone and the track is hot. And with 2,000 win in late models and 1,500 win in modifieds, you know these drivers will be letting it all hang out. In addition to these two huge classes, we'll also have street stock and factory stocks battling out for $1,000 to win. Pure stocks will duke it out for $800 to win. And those wild cruisers go head-to-head for $400 to win. Friday, test and tune. Saturday, qualifying and heats. Then Sundays, the A and B mains. No general admission for Friday. You heard that right. Zero dollars Friday. Then Saturday and Sunday, only $25 each day to see all this action. For more information, be sure to check us out at Old Number One Speedway on Facebook or at OldNumberOneSpeedway.org. You won't want to miss any of the huge action we have coming this season. Be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Old Number One Speedway. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. We welcome you back in to the Workday Red Zone. Noon hour brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Keith Merritt and I talking a little cardinal-ish baseball during the break we'll get uh, we'll start diving into that obviously a whole lot more as uh spring training uh well is already underway but we'll have games coming up this weekend and soon enough i'm not 100 percent sure on the schedule yet but soon enough we'll be bringing you some of those games on 95.9 the wolf so just a reminder there in the meantime you know back to some arkansas state basketball kavanaughcars.com question today we're asking you for your prediction on what's going to happen tonight at the bank are you taking 
Troy to win? Are you taking A State to win? Or are you taking A State to win and cover the two and a half points? And so uh, we will let you all think about it while we go to the right fiber hotline and shout at Zach. How are you? Phil, what's up, Carol? What's up, man? How much are y'all? Good. Do you? Doing pretty good. What time is Ryan supposed to get here? Don't know. I got you. Well, it shouldn't There's... be nothing too, too serious. Maybe a lot, a lot tea storm here and there. There's uh, baseball is tomorrow. There's nothing I'm going to be outside for tonight. I'm going to be at First National Bank Arena. It's going to be uh, going to be dry in there, so I've, I haven't even looked at today's weather. No doubt. Hey, do you ever see Rudolph Marcus? Has he got good seats? I heard he's got the hookup there, like a uh, courtside. He's he's not he's not courtside, but I, I think he's got a seat right behind the A State men's bench. Yeah, I had him sitting there front and center in his uh, uh, old school sweatsuit with some sunglasses on like Jack Nicholson at all those Laker games back in the 80s. He just needs to wear his black sweats tonight because it's a blackout. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you, there you go. Yeah. That's sort of the blue the blue freeloader. He's the black freeloader. There you okay. go. That's what he needs anyway. to be sporting this evening. Nice. What's the, uh, well, uh, so is this, I got to take it, this is a big game tonight? Yeah. I mean, it's nationally televised tonight. This one's going to be on ESPNU. So if you can't yeah. make it out, you at least need to be watching at home. Well, I'm going to at least be doing that, I promise you. Okay. Uh, is, uh, let's see here. I, I hope Izzy goes off tonight for a national audience. No, 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 no. We're talking men's game. Women's game was last night. Oh, well, was that televised? It was on ESPN+. Plus. Did she, okay, well, how'd she do? I'm out of the loop here. I didn't, I've, I've slept since then. Izzy is, Izzy is struggling right now, and it's not Izzy's fault. And, and really? the reason for that is because she's playing through a broken finger, and it is on her well, shooting. It's on her shooting hand, so obviously that is that is impacting everything. So she's still going out. She's still scoring. She's playing to the best of her ability, but her shooting touch right now is is not what it was a couple weeks ago. And again, that is not her fault. What's her uh, current scoring average? Uh, I don't know. You know, it was for she she got up to somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty two, twenty three points per game. She was in the top six or so nationally but over these past three games where she's played through a broken finger those numbers have dropped down a little bit now we're on the tail end of the season so it's not like her scoring average is all of a sudden dropped if you looked across the year it'd probably be about 20 points per game but I don't I don't know the number exactly you said top five or six nationally in scoring she was a few weeks ago before again before the before the broken finger and and her scoring totals dropped just a little bit answer me this what is she in the Sunbelt Conference she was leading the Sun Belt a few weeks ago. I haven't looked uh, this week. I got you. Is she still a Sun Belt Conference uh, Women's Player of the Year candidate? I would imagine. Candidate, yes. There are. I think she's she's got some stiff competition in a uh, in a young lady named uh, named um, Taryn Ward from Georgia Southern, who is also a big time scoring threat. But she's an excellent rebounder as well. I think she averages a double double. However. The Eagles aren't really that great. Um, Marshall's really good. Troy's really good. JMU's really good. They, it, that might be a situation where you end up with, with the best player from the best team winning winning that award. I got you. Uh, from one woman's player to another, uh, I heard recently uh, Caitlin Clark, uh, who's now the all-time scoring leader in women's college basketball. I heard Cheryl Swoops after the marks that she made a few weeks ago. Uh, I was kind of put off by this. She used uh, Angel Reese. The girl that that uh, you know was national won the national title for LSU in the 2022-23 season. You heard the go between the, the, the middleman, the media, you know what I mean, the in between to relay a message that she was sorry. I don't know why Cheryl couldn't reach out to Caitlin and did it herself. 
I, I'm with you on that. Cheryl Swoops had no issue putting her original remarks out there publicly. So I don't know yeah. if, if you if you screw up publicly, own it, apologize publicly. Yeah. She screwed up publicly, so I just it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have taken much at all to say, hey, I was uninformed. I was coming from a place of not being informed. I apologize for that. I've gone back. I've looked at Caitlin Clark's numbers. I was wrong, and I want to give her her flowers. That would and take she nothing. Just seemed so better and so resentful the fact that she was going to you know the you know what I mean? I mean, it just so much hate. In her tone when she was talking about this, like she was bothered by it. Well, I think it stems but, from, did Caitlin Clark not bring break, like, her NCAA tournament scoring swoops? She, Clark broke a record of swoops last year, and I don't recall yeah. exactly what it was. So I think, I think there were comments at the time that made it look like swoops was not overly excited about that. And I, I, it, it doesn't seem like it's that gotten is, any more positive since. That is so stupid because. Records were made to be broken. It'd be like Tom Birdie going on a podcast and bad mouth of Patrick Mahomes. Oh, just wait. No, I don't. Th- I don't think Tom would do that. I don't think Tom's faster than them. I I would love to share your opinion, but think of how, about how many players over and over and over that constantly stand up and say, "Oh, the Tom game, the game was better when I played." I Almost he's have that hate his that resentfulness. In his, in, I mean, he's still going to have seven Super Bowl rings at the end of the day. I mean, you I mean, I, you hope. I hope you're right. I I hope you were right, and I'm completely wrong on this. I hope so too. Yeah, a little faith. Am now. I the only yeah. guy that's rooting for Tom Brady to oh, tank? Well, that's you and me both. Yeah, I, I, I I'm hoping that he goes on the air and falls on his face. No, that is. <laughs> Doing broadcasting is a lot harder than the really good ones make it look. Yeah, just because you're a great player don't make mean you're going to be a great broadcaster. You know what I mean? They're, and they're paying him a very pretty penny. They are. They are. We'll you see. Know. We'll see how he fares. But, uh, yeah. Hey, happy birthday to uh, Dr. J. He's 74 today, and our first president of the United States would be 292 years old today had he lived. So there you go. See you guys. Thanks, Zach. We will, uh, by the way, you know, mentioned, talked a little bit of, of A-State women's basketball. Izzy Higginbottom in there. She finished with 30 point, uh, 13, 13 points in 30 minutes played last night. But we'll talk more about that women's basketball loss coming up in the second hour of the program. we got to come back here in this noon hour, though, brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Get key thoughts on tonight's A-State and Troy matchup coming up. And uh, we'll step aside for a break first and return right after this here on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The NFL season flew by, and now we are going to be without football until August. But that doesn't mean there won't be plenty of football news. NFL free agency begins in just under a month. There'll be a lot of speculation on where the top available players will land. And this year, quite a few stars are looking for new homes. Kirk Cousins, Chris Jones, Mike Evans, Daniil Hunter, they could all be on the move. That elite group of game-changing talent at some of the league's most impactful positions could make things really interesting this offseason, especially when you realize how impactful free agency has become. A great signing can help turn a team into a contender in just one offseason. Tom Brady, Kurt Warner, Reggie White, all perfect examples of that. Nobody knows for certain how the star players will play out if they land with another team, but the recent success teams have found through free agency. It could be very interesting to see which teams are the most aggressive come mid-March. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 
If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also got rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases. Plus, you're not charged any account fees, period. Whether you're moving, starting a new job, or headed into that next stage of your life, whatever it is, Discover Cashback Debit is for everyone. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. Tire Rack sells only the best, like the Firestone Winter Force. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Right Fiber, we've got your number for gig speed internet. Our new 5 gig speed takes gaming to new heights and sets new standards for streaming. It's a high five, fab five, five star fiber experience. Not ready for five? You can still live the gig life. It starts with our one gig speed, or you can double your online power with two gig. So pick your Right Fiber gig, one, two, and five gig. All priced just right, only at Right Fiber. Every person deserves respect, and that's what you're promised when you work with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Bill Stanley and Jared Woodard are proud former lettermen at Arkansas State, and with over 45 years' experience, they've earned their reputation as hometown lawyers that get big city results. In fact, they've both been recognized in the National Trial Lawyers Association Top 100, whether it's personal injury, nursing home neglect, criminal defense, or civil litigation. Get respect, results, relief with Stanley Woodard Law Firm. Call 932-2000 and visit stanleywoodard.com. Get ready to crumble with the new Cookie Butter Crunch Concrete, only at Andy's Frozen Custard. Made with real Biscoff cookie butter, crunchy Biscoff crumbles, and the world's finest vanilla frozen custard. It's buttery smooth with a crispy crunch for cookie flavor that's sky high. Get your cookie fix today at Andy's Frozen Custard on Red Wolf Boulevard and on Highland Drive in Jonesboro. Andy's makes it fun to be a kid for a while. This is the sound of someone correctly installing a car seat. And this is the sound of someone incorrectly installing a car seat. Correctly? Incorrectly. Hear the difference? No? That's because installing a car seat incorrectly is terribly easy. So much so, 75% of adults install them wrong. For simple instructions on how to get it right, visit buckleupforlife.org. Ah, perfectly executed. Brought to you by Labonner Children's Hospital. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Just a couple minutes left here in this noon hour. Brought to you by Dustin White Realty. Kara Keith Ryan hanging out. We're asking you today for our KavanaughCars.com question. What's going to happen tonight at First National Bank, Bank Arena between Arkansas State and Troy? Taking the Trojans in what would be an upset? Are you taking the Red Wolves to win but not cover or the Red Wolves to win and cover the two and a half points? Keith, any bold predictions for what's going to happen tonight between these two teams? Good teams win. Great teams cover. I think that Arkansas State will continue their hot streak and they will beat 
Troy by more than three points. Okay. In front of a national television audience. I hope so. I certainly think... They're playing awful well. They are. They or are. so is Troy. Yeah. This is... Look, this is an A-State team that is certainly right now more than capable of of this win. It's just going to be... It's going to be interesting to see the strategery tonight between these two head coaches. Scott Cross is a really good coach, uh, obviously. He's won a ton of Sunbelt games, both at Troy... And at UTA, prior to that, still think they're idiots for running them off. But <laughs> I do, too. But, but that's but, neither here nor there. Yeah, he wound we, up on his feet. We digress. Uh, but uh, but it, it, obviously, he's going to you know try to figure out something to counter what A-State was able to do so well at Troy. And then, of course, then Brian Hodson has to try and counter. Counter the counter. The counter. And, uh, and figure out what that counter is going to be. So watching these guys match up, uh, I, I think tonight could, could tell us a lot about Brian Hodson and what he has learned in year one of being a head coach. How do you adjust to the adjustments in a game like tonight where you just saw this team a week ago and you played incredibly well on their home court? It also sounds like, you know, hearing some clips that uh, A-State might have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder coming into this one tonight. Now, I didn't hear this clip, so uh, this is like hearsay. But it kind of sounded like, from what I've heard, uh, that that Troy and, and head coach Scott Cross kind of made some comments along the lines of how they kind of gave that game to A-State in, in Troy. Whereas, in my totally unbiased opinion, A-State went down there and won it. I think Coach Brian Hodson might share my opinion. <laughs> So well, I, I, yeah, I would agree with you and Brian. Um, but if I'm Scott Cross, I probably feel that way legitimately. Sure, because it's always about your team. It's never about your opponent. Coaches they game plan for opponents, but they don't normally comment. Yeah on an opponent's play other than to say we had no answers for so-and-so. I don't know why you had to bring fairness and rationality into this discussion. but Because that's what I do. <laughs> I, I do I that guess all the time. I guess it's okay. Until the times when I don't, and then you know I'm a, <laughs> You know I'm ticked when I start. <laughs> let's, uh, let's switch gears quickly because <laughs> the music's about to hit. You got some games to call this weekend. What's on tap for, for Brooklyn as we get into some tournament action? It's tonight, the uh, 5.30 and 7 o'clock. The boys are first. The girls are second. The boys take on Clinton in a 2-3 matchup in the East Regional. And then the girls take on Heber Springs, which is a different 2-3 matchup in the East Regional. Got to win tonight in order to play Friday and Saturday. Okay. A win tonight means you play Friday and you play Saturday because they have a third-place game in the region. Then next week, you get to go to Farmington, Arkansas and play the state tournament. All right. And today is the anniversary of the miracle on ice. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Yes, I do. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, I may or may not see you next week, depending on whether I'm in Farmington or not. (laughs) Honestly, I'm going to hope we don't see you. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to hope I'm in Farmington. In that case, 
appreciate the time today. We'll catch up with you in a couple weeks. Thank you. Keep it here with us. That wraps up our first hour of today's Workday Red Zone brought to you by Dustin White Realty. We've still got an hour to go. Hope you keep it right here with us on the ticket. This is Will Oswald. We are Thursday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans and Tire Service. A big night of men's college basketball at First National Bank Arena as the national TV spotlight will be in Jonesboro for the first time since 1997 as the A-State men host Troy looking for the series sweep after winning in Alabama last Thursday evening. Pre-game at 7.30 on 107 IK Fine and the EAB Red Bull Sports Network from Learfield presented by Arkansas Blue Cross Blue Shield. Tip-off just after 8 on ESPNU. And don't forget, it's Black Out the Bank Night. Wear your black and your best Johnny Cash impression. In baseball, for the first time in 16 years, Arkansas State starts the season 5-0. They won eight straight dating back to last season with a 4-2 win in Oxford over the Ole Miss Rebels last night. Austin Jaslov, two for four with a homer and scored twice. The Red Wolves host Lindenwood this weekend. A-State women's basketball falling to Troy last night in Jonesboro. 77-65. Anna Griffin led the way with 21 points. Four tires in one hour guaranteed. It plans to tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Central dealerships are committed to making a difference in our community. In Arkansas, 15.5% of the population faces food insecurity. Join the fight against hunger by supporting the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Your generosity can help provide meals for families in need. Whether it's a non-perishable food item or monetary donation, your support can make a difference. Join the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and the central dealerships in making an impact on the lives of our neighbors. Together, we can truly nourish our community. Central dealerships home of meter B pricing. At Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas, we know that great vision matters, both on the field and in the stands. The glasses shop at Vision Care Center features expert stylists and a broad selection of styles and frames. Plus, Vision Care Center offers diagnosis, treatment, and care for an assortment of eye conditions. Your road to excellent vision starts at Vision Care Center of Northeast Arkansas. Call 870-932-2211 to schedule an appointment today at any of our Jonesboro, Paragold, or Pocahontas locations. Hey, this is Tony from Carol's Candies, Jonesboro's family-owned and operated candy store. Our curated candy selection is sure to please everyone, from the young to the young at heart. We carry handcrafted chocolates, fudge, freeze-dried candy, international candies, retro favorites, and all the latest trends. Visit us at 2704 Alexander Drive, Suite F, behind Outback Steakhouse to experience for yourself what makes us special. Or follow us on Facebook to stay up to date with all of our newest selections. Help show A-State basketball to a national TV audience Thursday night when the Red Wolves take on Troy in men's action. Special tip-off time is set for 8 o'clock, and the game will be broadcast on ESPNU. Let's black out the bank by wearing black for the first national broadcast of an A-State home basketball game in more than 25 years. Go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets or call 870-972-3882. Let's show the nation how loud the bank can get Thursday night at 8 when the Red Wolves take on Troy. We'll see you there with your Wolves up for A-State men's basketball. It might be hard to imagine, but there's a place where you can find a restaurant on every corner. A place where you can eat like a king for as little as a dollar. It might be hard to imagine, but this is the same place where the school lunches aren't just delicious, they're themed. 
with palate pleasers like mozzarella stick Mondays, taco Tuesdays, and French Fridays. Heck, even pizza counts as a vegetable here. This is a place where the fast food just keeps getting faster. You can even order delivery right from your video game console. And how's the food, you ask? Well, it is to die for. Don't believe us? Just ask the friends and family of the 300,000 who did last year. Welcome to the state of America. Welcome to Obesity USA. Population 115 million and getting bigger by the day. To learn more, go to visitobesity.org. That's visitobesity.org. Brought to you by the Pennington Biomedical Research Foundation. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Richie, Ryan, James with you. We have another hour to go on today's show. I feel like we're just counting down the minutes. Sitting here twiddling my thumbs. 8 o'clock, the tip-off time tonight for Arkansas State men's basketball. Hosting Troy, again, nationally televised game. A game where A-State Athletics is helping. uh, Asking you to help black out the bank again. Wear your best black A-State attire uh, to the festivities tonight. And, of course, we've got a KavanaughCars.com question about tonight's game as well. We're just asking you what's going to happen. We want your bold prediction. Of course, uh, if you give us a ring on the Right Fiber Hotline at 870-930-3776, if you have a specific score prediction, you can certainly share that with us. But uh, if not, uh, we've got a poll question for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Uh, you can find it using the hashtag WDRZ. What happens tonight at First National Bank Arena between Arkansas State and Troy? Right now, 17% of you. Taking the Trojans to win in what would be an upset. 17% of you said that A-State will win but not cover. So you're taking the Red Wolves in an absolute squeaker. And then 61.5% of you taking A-State to win and cover. The Red Wolves are favored by two and a half points. We've got open phone lines for most of this hour. We do have some audio to share with you. Uh, coming up this hour, one, here in just a few minutes, we're going to recap the A-State women's basketball loss to Troy last night, share some audio from head coach Destiny Rogers, and then coming up later, a couple clips we want to share with you as well from A-State men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. So we'll do that, but hey, let's head to the Right Fiber Hotline, shout it at him first. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You go You go to the game tonight? I'm going to try. I, I, I don't say I'll do a thing unless I'm pretty confident I will, but going to try. Going to try to be there, yeah. I mean, um, to get all nosy, yeah. what could potentially keep you from this game tonight? Hmm. Good question. I think it's going to depend on my kid gets out of school this afternoon. I'm going to ask him, hey, we're going to go over to Jones and watch A-State play tonight. And if it's anything other than absolutely not, we're gone. Okay. All right. So, all right. I, I appreciate you rolling with my nosiness there. Oh, I lean, I lean hard into yes. I just don't like to say yes if I'm not really, really confident. I don't like to tell somebody I'm going to do a thing unless I'm real sure I'm going to do the thing. That's very fair. 
Uh, in regards to the question of the day, how many consecutive conference championships does it take to call a track and field team a dynasty? I think five is sufficient. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Uh, especially when it's 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 five in a row now for the A State men and women. And and Adam, I don't know if you I, I don't know if you're on social media. I don't know if you saw this nugget, but went back and looked. Uh, at A-State cross country and indoor track and field and outdoor track and field and the success in the Sun Belt. Over the past five years, A-State has won 21 championships in those three, uh, you know, sports or programs or whatever. And during that same span, the rest of the Sun Belt has won five combined. They call that domination. Yes, that is more. That's, I mean, whatever the the next, it, it is a dominant dynasty. Not just dominance, not just a dynasty. You gotta, you gotta have both of those in there. That's the swagger it takes to be Larry Bird and walk in the locker room and say, "Who's coming in second today?" Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's going to happen tonight? I suspect the Red Wolves are going to pull out a victory by about five. Okay. Sixty-nine, seventy-four, seventy, seventy-five, somewhere around in that range. Okay, seventy seventy five. We'll write it down. We'll write it down. We'll we'll see how close you are. That's the alternate question of the day, wasn't it? It was just uh, what happens tonight. Yeah. No. Well, what else? Oh, hey, how about the baseball team, man? That's exciting. It is. This team has really played well. You know, we went over some of the the you know things that stand out about that win in in the previous hour, but ultimately, just this this is a five and zero oh start. We, we don't get to discuss these. It's really cool. We've got lots of things in the right direction right now. That's fun, fun. It is it's fun, fun. It's to get fun. excited about. It's enough to uh, not be able to keep your composure about if you're a radio personality. I, I was a little hyped when the show started today, and I had to kind of calm myself down a little bit and take some deep breaths during the break so it wouldn't just be like a insane string of words talking night to nothing for the first two segments. One more thing, and I'll hang up and listen to the next person. Um, we've got a miler on the men's track team that has a legitimate chance of being a sub-four-minute miler. And when you get there, you are in the apex of collegiate milers. That's something to keep an eye on. You start going sub-410, it's really tall cotton. I am. So I'm... I'm I'm more well versed in track and field knowledge than like just any than a random person off the street. But obviously, I'm nowhere near as as well versed as you or uh, you know in, in, any of your peers that have competed at that level. So just I mean, how big of a deal is this? I, I would be interested. You got the Google there in front of you. I don't. Um, I I suspect there are fewer than fifteen milers in the country uh, in college that have gone under. Four minutes. Okay. In a given year, I mean. Sure, uh, sure. Total, there are, you know, if you add them all up throughout the ages, there's a, quite a few of them. But when you get sub four minute mile, they just about all know one another's names. It, it's an elite group of people. Hottest fall right now in indoor competition ran a mile in four minutes, 2.70 seconds. God, that is uh, frustratingly close. I can't imagine being that close to a sub-four. That is uh, 
that's that's where he's at right now. Some of your listeners probably still consider themselves somewhat athletic. It would be an interesting exercise to go out to their local high school track and try to lay down one lap at 60 seconds and see what happens. I mean, I would I would die. As would I. <laughs> I oh, no, I, I wouldn't die because it wouldn't happen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm with you. There's not a 60-second 400 left in me. I'm smart enough to not even enter the race. That's where I'm at in that conversation. It's wicked fast. Yeah, that's the program anyway, record. Something to keep an eye on. I would encourage people if the uh, if when the outdoor season comes and a state's at home and there's a still day, uh, the the wind is still and the weather's in the 60s. Mm-hmm. That would be the perfect day to come out and see potential history. Okay, we'll look at uh, we'll look at that outdoor schedule uh, soon and and find out when that event's going to be. All right, you guys have a great day. Hey, you too, Adam. Thanks for the phone call. Bye-bye. At least the phone line's open at 870-930-3776. i tell you what, we've got a couple minutes here to talk some Arkansas State women's basketball. And last night it was a 77-65 setback at First National Bank Arena uh, for A-State against Troy. And there's just a lot of things with the game that were just kind of tough. Um, the The injury situation is going to be the story for A-State women's basketball for the rest of the season. It just it just is. Uh, you had, you've got, again, if you were unaware, Izzy Higginbottom is playing through a broken finger. And it's been tough. She's still been able to be out on the court for a ton, a ton, a ton of minutes. But she does not have the, the shooting touch right now that she did two weeks ago before this injury occurred. Uh, her last three games, she's put up 13 points, 14 points, and 11 points respectively. So in terms of average this year, you know, you get to this point in time in the season, there's only a handful of games left. Her per game average is still up there. She's still over 22 points. She's still in the top 10 in the country in in points per game. But again, you can you can just tell that that this is really bothering her. It's again, and I, and I don't know how it wouldn't, it's a broken finger on her shooting hand. I'm in awe of the fact that she's playing through it to begin with. But as Izzy goes, so go the the Red Wolves. And uh, right now, it's it's tough. She had to, you know there was an instance last night. Let me go. Let me go in order here. By by the way, this one unfolded. It was a tough first quarter for A State. Uh, a State was outscored by Troy nineteen to eight, and it was a situation where you know A State just didn't shoot it well in in the first period. Troy started really slow, but. Early on in that game, they were able to get some some second chance points, and that kind of kind of got their their offense going a little bit. A State shot it a ton better in the second quarter. In fact, they shot it at a sixty percent clip. They hit a couple of threes, and they outscored Troy in the second quarter, twenty two to eighteen. Uh, third quarter starts up, and it was a situation where where Troy had. Had hit a couple of shots, and and you know there was a play where where I kind of thought Izzy got fouled and it wasn't called, and then you get to the other end, and and you know A State is dribbling the ball up the court, Izzy is dribbling the ball up the court, and she just stops and like keels over in pain, and it was it was her finger. She came out of the game, and 
there was a stretch for about five minutes where she wasn't on the court and in a state just wilted uh, there was so little that went the red wolves way in that span Izzy was able to come back and play the final minute and a half two minutes of the third quarter and play some of the fourth and about midway through the fourth I think the Trojans had the lead up to 26 or so points uh coach does pulled Izzy because again the game is out of hand nothing else is going to change there don't want to have to don't want her dealing with any more pain and then one positive on the night was A-State closed that game on a 15-0 run so that's really the first one of the one of the few times this season where Izzy Higginbottom has not been on the court and A-State was able to really generate something offensively the biggest takeaway from this one is is just you hope that what happened in the final four or so bit into that game is something that A-State women's basketball can build off of. I'm not sure how much more we're going to see Izzy for the rest of the season. Obviously, look, if she wants to play, if she says she's going to play, we'll probably see her for these next three games, but A-State is not really going to change its seating down the stretch. You know, the top four getting to a, a quarterfinal by that ship has sailed. It is extremely unlikely that A-State is going to drop to the 11 and have to play in the first round. So you're kind of looking at the 9 or 10 almost regardless of what happens in these final three games. So, you know, is it a situation where Coach Des might want to just just bench Izzy for these last three games and let her get as healthy as you can be with a broken finger? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how you handle that. It kind of just is what it is. There is, I mean, there's not a point on the calendar, or A-State is not at a point on the calendar where you just, you have the time to recover from injury. I mean, this is a tail end of the season. Uh, it was a positive last night to see Lauren Pendleton back in action after she tweaked her ankle pretty badly last week. So she was back. Also, Chrislyn Rose was back. Uh, Rose played just a little bit under 10 minutes, though. So hopefully uh, with these two days between games, A-State can get healthier. They're not going to get healthy, but hopefully they can get healthier between you know now and, and, and Southern Miss, who's coming into First National Bank Arena on, on Saturday. Uh, scoring leaders, Anna Griffin finished with 21. Uh, she got hot late for three. Izzy finished with 13. Uh, she also had five rebounds. By the way, Anna, Anna Griffin had seven rebounds. Uh, Lauren Pendleton had, had 12 points, and it was a 10.7 rebound night for Winter Rogers. Let's go to the phones and shout at Trey. How are you? I'm good, Kara. How are you all? Doing well. Thank you for the phone call. Absolutely. Uh, first off, super excited tonight. Uh, one of the more exciting games I think I've uh, – uh, can remember that I'll be excited to attend just because of all the hype around this specific game and um, what of a what are your kind of predictions and thoughts tonight when it comes to the crowd? You know, I, I did see that that they've got pretty much the lower bowl full. That's three thousand. Uh, that that does count students. I think uh, I think the the students are, are going to be good tonight. I think you'll see a lot of people in the upper level as well. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed today State can get to five. Yeah, yeah. And I think it'd be, you know, incredible if we could get up to that 7,000 mark that we did, you know, the last time we were on national TV, which was, you know, I, 
I couldn't believe I was only a year old when that happened. So here I am 26 years later, and I still can't believe we haven't had a national televised game since. But uh, I'm also looking forward to having uh, Frank the Tank, the man, the myth, the legend from Barstool Sports uh, tonight. Uh, if you've never met him, I guess I've well, I guess I've never met him either. But I always love his uh, TikTok rants about his favorite team. So uh, looking forward to having the Barstool Sports guys in town tonight too. Yeah, I'm old and I'm not cool, so I don't barstool. But I know that yeah. Coach, I, I I see the response from everybody getting hyped for these guys. And and I do, you know, in the past week, I've started following both of those guys on social media. So I'm just interested to see what they have to say about A-State and what they have to say about Jonesboro. Uh, Rico Bosco is like a, I think, like a childhood friend of Brian Hodson. So there's a really cool personal tie there. But definitely interesting to follow these, these guys uh here today and, and tomorrow and just just see what kind of content they put out from Jonesboro. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I already saw that they're uh, on Twitter. I saw that they're on the plane headed this way, and he's rocking with the Red Wolves at minus two and a half tonight. So uh, so we got uh, Rico and Frank on our side tonight against uh, that team from Alabama who sometimes people don't like to mention the name of around here. But uh, – but, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be an awesome game tonight. I think the uh, crowd turnout is going to be spectacular. Um, fingers crossed, you know, on that end. And um, it's even some of the uh, uh, regional games around here that are, say, happening at 5 or 6 o'clock that are Jonesboro local schools, they can get out to First National Bank Arena, hopefully at 8 o'clock, and, you know, support the Red Bulls. Hey, that's true. I think Brooklyn plays at 7, so you get done with that game. You can make it. I mean, you can definitely make it to, to the bank by the half. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, and I heard the other day Bobby Gross he hadn't had a chance to see the Rebels yet, and I said maybe this will be you know a good chance for him. That is, if Brooklyn wins, you know, if they don't win, then Bobby Gross might be uh, having one of his uh you know uh, spurts tonight where he just doesn't want to talk to anybody. But uh, but uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a great great turnout tonight, and uh, you know the women unfortunately not able to get it done last night, but I know. You know, like you were saying, is he struggling with their finger injury? But I think they'll, you know, find start finding their rhythm here again soon. And I think the men are peaking at the right time when you look at uh, tournament time coming up very soon. Very much so. They're playing their best basketball right now. Trey, we'll see you out there tonight. All right, Karen. We'll see you all out there tonight. Y'all have a good day. Hey, you too. I tell you what, uh, let's let's step aside. I, I still want to share a couple of clips with you from A State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following that Troy game last night, and then also we've got some clips to share with you from men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. So we'll just hit you with the whole lot of basketball audio when we come back. But let's step aside first. We'll return after this on the ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports, and when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Nebo Auto Center, your original new car alternative has been a Northeast Arkansas staple for over 20 years. If you're in the market for a late model, low mileage car, truck, or SUV, go see the experienced, hassle-free 
staff at Nebo. With a well-stocked lot of vehicles that fit almost any budget, check out the inventory and apply for credit online at NeboAuto.com. And go see them at 3910 Stadium Boulevard, just south of the bypass. Just look for the red roof. We go Nebo. You've been hearing a lot about Medicare as you approach age 65. And Woody Harrelson wants to help you learn about your options and make the decision that's best for you. Call Woody at 870-897-5000. That's 897-5000. Or come by 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today to learn how Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield Medicare plans offer the right peace of mind for your needs and budget. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent of Arkansas Blue Cross. Plans available only to residents of Arkansas. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve. And that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with the perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Hannah complained of a headache. It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. Within a few days, Hannah was in treatment because we were told that the tumor was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. So we've essentially put our lives in South Africa on hold. Incredibly blessed to be here. St. Jude is an asset to the world. The research that is developed here is offered freely to the rest of the medical world. The entire way that the place operates is just to give and to care. I think it's the kind of place that not only stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer, but I think it could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. And I think if those lessons could be learned, even in their most basic form, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. There's a monster under my bed. There's a monster in my bathtub. Mine is on my dresser. There's a monster in the kitchen. For a child with asthma, it can seem like monsters are everywhere. There's a monster in my pillow. There's one on the rug. The fact is, their next asthma attack could be triggered by something as innocent as a teddy bear or a dripping faucet, even a bath toy. I don't like monsters. Fortunately, there are simple ways you can help prevent their next attack. From putting stuffed animals in the freezer to kill dust mites, to drying bath toys and turning on the bathroom fan to prevent mold. They're easy to do, and they're part of a complete plan that could help you put an end to your child's asthma attacks. Learn more at noattacks.org or call 866-NO-ATTACKS. Make the monsters go away. Because their next breath is in your hands. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Flace with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. The nicotine in e-cigarettes is addictive and can harm brain development. That's why I worry about teens who try e-cigarettes. Many young people use pod-based e-cigarettes like Juul, which have high levels of nicotine. And because teens' brains are still developing, they can quickly become addicted. The tobacco industry uses fruit and candy flavors to attract young people, often turning them into lifelong users. For more, visit HealthyChildren.org. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Clock is ticking, Kara and Ryan with you. Let's dive into some audio here from these Arkansas State basketball coaches. Uh, starting with Arkansas State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers, her postgame comments from last night's 77-65 a loss to Troy. Uh, she was just not happy in, in her postgame. It was partially due to the setback. No coach is ever happy after a loss, but also uh, just due to some, some things that occurred during that game. And uh, I'll tell you what, let's let her recap it instead of me recapping it. Tough battling injuries. Uh, you know, we're banged up right now, and you're, you're facing the number two team in the league. Um, you know, but I will say this. That there was moments where it looked like it could have got ugly, and we didn't fight, and, and we fought in that fourth quarter and at least cut it to 12. Um, I will say this. I, I understand as a competitor when you know that a team is injured, that you, you go at them and, and you compete and, and you're trying to win a game. What I don't like is, is how we're purposely slapping at a broken finger and grabbing a broken finger and, and just being blatant about it. Um, it's been like that the last three games, and I don't really appreciate that. But what I can say is we're going to be like this for so long. So I hope that people enjoy it, um, but it, it won't be like this forever. Uh, so, again, I still believe in my team. Uh, I know that we can overcome this. Uh, the biggest thing for us is we just got to get healthy. Um, we competed in that game even even not being healthy. We should have beat them on their home floor. Uh, so so we know who we are and what we're capable of. Uh, but the biggest thing for us is we just got to look look forward to Southern Miss. I don't, I don't know what the overall relationships are among, you know, the, the Sunbelt women's basketball coaches. I'm guessing there's a lot of situations where, where coaches are, are frenemies, right? Like you respect your competition, but when you're going head to head, you don't always like them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say there's after last night, there's probably not a lot of love lost between Destiny Rogers and Shonda Rigby. And there probably shouldn't be. If you've got a team out there that is intentionally going after a player that is hurting, that is intentionally trying to grab their hand and cause further damage to a broken finger. That's not okay. That's dirty. That is unacceptable. Hat tip, by the way. There, there was there was one fan out of the game last night. It was it was a male fan, and, and I'm not sure where. I couldn't even tell you where they were sitting. They had one of those voices that carried. And when Izzy went down in pain, I wish I could remember exactly verbatim what this fan said, but they were giving the officials and the Troy bench all they could handle. And fan, if you're listening right now, you were my spirit animal last night. You said so many of the things I wish I could have said, especially when you were yelling at the Troy bench. Are you happy now? Is this what you wanted? Thank you for that. I appreciated your comments. I don't think Troy did. I don't think the officials did. But let me tell you right now, I appreciated your comments. Uh, One of the reasons Troy was able to get the win last night, and, and this is a common theme with Troy, they're an excellent rebounding team. Now, A-State hung with a, hung with Troy on, on the glass. You know, they were, they were minus five. And in the grand scheme of things, when you're going up against Troy, that's, that's an acceptable number. The issue last night was that Troy just took advantage of, of so many different opportunities, particularly on the offensive glass. You know, they did have an edge on the O-boards 18 to 13, but... Troy turned that into 21 points. A-State turned their 13 O-boards into five. So, again, 21 to five on the second chance points. And Coach Dez talks about uh, what a huge factor that was in, in determining the outcome. Well, that's what, I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do. And, and our keys were we got to limit their O-boards. You know, we can't turn the ball over. We didn't do that tonight. They scored 20, you know, they scored 21 uh, points off their O-boards. They scored 12 points off our turnovers. 
it's just this is what they do, you know, and they're elite at doing it. So um, unfortunate. Um, but again, you know, I like the way that we competed down the stretch. Uh, one more clip to share with you here. I'm doing an awful job with time management today, but um, in terms of, you know, dealing with these injuries, it, it just, again, it is what it is. You're at the end of the season. There's not time to get healthy. You've just kind of got to roll with it. So in terms of, of this A-State women's basketball team, ask Coach Des, you know, what, when you're, when you're dealing with this, when it is what it is, what do you try and, and tweak ahead of, of Southern Miss or, or how do you, how do you try and deal with these injuries? I mean, the biggest thing for us is just, it's, it's just confidence because, you know, Iz goes out of the game in the, in the third quarter and we kind of deflate. But then she goes out in the fourth quarter and we go on a run. So I think that we have to understand that we have, we have threats on the floor. We have people that can score the ball and we have to play with a little bit more confidence on the offensive side, trying to get adjusted to our new norm. Again, that was A-State women's basketball coach Destiny Rogers following her team's 77-65 loss to Troy. I lied to you earlier and said we were going to play some Brian Hodson audio this segment as well, but I'm just I'm, I'm awful, awful with my time management today. So we're going to squeeze in a break before we do that. But I uh, do want to also uh, share with you a, an A-State scheduling update as it pertains to Saturday. Uh, Saturday is going to be a busy day on the campus of Arkansas State. There's already a basketball doubleheader scheduled for Saturday. The women are going to be playing at noon. The men are going to be playing at 2.30. And then baseball was scheduled to take on Lindenwood at 3. However, so you can hopefully go out to the time and catch a couple of innings after you're done with your hoops. They have now pushed that start time back to 4. So when you walk out of that men's game at First National Bank Arena, you can just walk right across the street to the Tom, and you probably only missed maybe 3 or so innings. So again, women's basketball noon, men's basketball 2.30, baseball at 4 on Saturday. Let's step aside for a break. When we come back, uh, we will hear a couple of clips from men's basketball coach Brian Hodson after this on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Unlock a rewarding career at EAB Media Group. We're expanding our creative and digital media department and are on the lookout for talented individuals with graphic design experience. Don't worry if you're not an expert yet. We offer on-the-job training to help you shine. At EAB Media Group, we're a dynamic radio and digital media company with a footprint across Arkansas. This is your chance to be part of a team that's shaping the future of media. The best part? This team-based role allows you to work from the comfort of your own space with minimal travel requirements. If you're ready to bring your creative flair to our exciting projects, we want to hear from you. To apply, simply email your resume and examples of your work to eabmedia.arkansas at gmail.com. That's eabmedia.arkansas at gmail.com. Your future at EAB Media Group starts here. Apply today. EAB is an equal opportunity employer. At Mr. T's, our mission is to satisfy the needs of all of our customers, from the beer lover to the wine connoisseur. We've been keeping our community relaxed and happy since 1983, offering the lowest prices in one easy, convenient location. Open seven days a week, 365 days a year, even on Sundays. So head across the Kahlua-colored waters to Riverside or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri, and find out yet again why it's always worth the drop to Mr. T's. Mr. T's at Riverside. 
This is Keith Baird from Baird Auto Group. Baird is having its biggest pre-owned sales event of the year. That's right. Baird is your used car headquarters, and we are number one in quality and reliability. Don't waste your hard-earned money on an old clunker. Baird has hundreds of Baird pre-owned certified vehicles starting only $13,999. Drive away in a Baird certified pre-owned vehicle today and take advantage of payments starting only $2.99 a month. Save big, save smart, save thousands at Baird. Baird has banks with millions of dollars secured just for your next car loan. Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem. Baird will work hard to earn your business. Bring your trade to Baird. Baird will buy your trade even if you don't buy ours. Take the short drive to save thousands at a Baird location near you or check our low prices out at buybaird.com. Don't get a bad deal, get a Baird deal. Because why pay more? See you for details. even know why I'm calling right now. I'm sorry. Um, my thoughts are going a mile a minute. No matter how you served. I left the service last year. My mom just passed away a few months ago. I missed so much time with her. No matter what you're going through. Before I knew what to expect every day. And now I have so many decisions to make. I keep getting calls about the bills, and I'm trying to get a job, but I feel so stuck. We are here for you. Okay, ma'am. I'm glad you called. Let's stay on the line and walk through some things. If you or a veteran in your life is experiencing thoughts of suicide, dial 988, then press 1 to reach the Veterans Crisis Line. Hey, y'all. This is Aaron Tippett. Being in the music business, traveling, working late doesn't do great things for my routine but i found that staying active and making time to work out helps keep my energy where it needs to be to perform my best no matter what you do or where you are make time to stay in shape you'll feel better and have the energy you need to accomplish your goals this message brought to you by the u.s air force Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Less than 30 minutes left in today's show. Still a few more things I want to share with you guys. And still a KavanaughCars.com question to check in on. We're asking you today, uh, what's going to happen tonight? At First National Bank Arena between A-State and Troy. Right now, 20% of you taking the Trojans to pull off the upset. We'll continue to look at that poll, and uh, we'll follow back up on it before we wrap things up. Of course, our question of the day, always brought to you by our great friends at KavanaughCars.com. Whether you're buying or selling, you can head to KavanaughCars.com and get more information about your next steps. If you're buying a vehicle, hey, their full inventory is online. Uh, you can get pre-approved, calculate your budget, all that good stuff. If you're selling a vehicle, they can help you with this that process as well. And uh, the best part, uh, no spammers or scammers to deal with if you sell your vehicle through Kavanaugh. But uh, again, KavanaughCars.com is where you need to head. Big game, obviously. Coming up tonight, 8 o'clock, the tip-off time, First National Bank Arena. Let's hear a couple of comments here from men's basketball coach Brian Hodson. You know, you flash back to... When these teams met one week ago today at Troy, it was an 82-71 final. 
Red Wolves coming out on top. And while there were there were several different, you know, aspects of the game that A-State did well and a few different factors that contributed to the win, one thing that was huge was was rebounding. A-State was plus eight on the glass. They were plus five on the offensive glass. And then also they were able to get 33 second chance points to just 11 for Troy. That was so, so huge, especially because Troy is a great rebounding team. And, and Coach Hodson talks about why. A-State was able to have that success on the glass against the Trojans. We emphasized it all week. Um, Troy is damn good at rebounding the basketball. I mean, damn good. 20th in the country in offensive rebounding rate. Uh, they beat people up on the glass. They've abused the Sun Belt uh, on the glass. And uh, so we incentivize it in practice. Um, you know, when there's points of emphasis uh, in, in a scout in preparation, um, that few days of practice leading up to that game will incentivize those things when we play. So an offensive rebound when we're guarding scout, we'll give our scout team, we play everything to eight. We'll, we'll give our scout team plus two for an O board. So if our scout team scores off an offensive rebound, all of a sudden it's four nothing. And so we, we, we really, really hammer home the, the things that other teams do well in practice. And I thought our guys really uh, bought into it. Mostly, in the second half, I don't want to discard the fact Troy, Troy beat us up on the glass in the first half. I mean, they 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 beat us up on the old glass. And so what I'm most proud of is that our guys responded in the second half. At halftime, I told them, if you continue to allow Troy to rebound at this rate, we're, we're going to get our, our butts kicked. Uh, and... Uh, we came out plus 15 on the glass in the second half, and that was the difference in the basketball game. Talking about uh, some of the guys that are that are going to need to shine uh, tonight for Arkansas State to to come away with, with a win. Uh, one of those, obviously, is going to be point guard Caleb Fields. I, I put up a lengthy post earlier today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie just talking about the the statistical records that Caleb Fields is going to hold when he wraps up his career at Arkansas State. All-time program leader in games started. Uh, second to only the legendary Chico Flesher in terms of assist. Uh, so many other areas where he continues to climb the leaderboards, including career points, steals. And he's one of just three guys ever at A-State to score 1,000-plus points, grab 300-plus rebounds, tally 400-plus assists. And even with all of those incredible numbers with, with Fields, none of those actually tell the full story about how tough of a player he's been and his will to win at Arkansas State. He is having uh, his best year in his final year as a Red Wolf. And there are so many things he has done incredible this year, but just being that floor general, uh, the way he has continued to rack up assists has just been a, a ton of fun to watch. And there's so many things that make him special, but I also do want to point out, you know, his, his career moving forward is going to be an incredibly rare thing. And what I mean by that is, is we've gotten to see the development of growth and growth of Caleb Fields from beginning to end for five years. Now, I'm going to hope, <laughs> I, I hope we don't see another five-year player for the simple fact that, that the reason he got that fifth year was obviously due to COVID. I don't... I don't want to go through that as a sports fan again. I don't want to go through that as a human being again. So so kind of throw out that, that fifth-year disclaimer for a moment. But also, th this is an, an era of change. And this is an era where players are changing teams a lot. So, so getting to see a player develop and grow from the beginning of their career to the end of it 
is going to become more an exception than a rule. And we got to see that with, with Fields. He's going to play in an Arkansas State jersey in Jonesboro just two more times. One of those is tonight. One of those is Saturday for his senior day. I, I hope you're making plans to, to come out to both. But at least, at least one of those, I hope, is on the agenda for you this week. Coach Hodson just talked about, you know, being able to, to come into this program and inherit a guy like Caleb Fields and, of course, what he's meant to this team. It's uh, it's very rare, and I'm blessed to have him here. And I, I'll never, you know, that that's why I'm so proud for him. I'm happy for him to, to have this television game uh, here at home. Um, I'm happy for him. You know, he's only two ever Sunbelt Player of the Weeks came this year. Um, I'm I'm happy that I'm able to coach him and he can play in this offense. I think it's no secret that he's excelled um, the way we play. Um, it's really, I think it was really a match made in heaven. This this year is going to open up some doors uh, for him to play professional basketball uh, because this is the brand of basketball that the next level wants to see, whether it's overseas, the G League, whatever the case may be, that's how they play. They they, they play fast. They shoot threes. Uh, they they attack the rim. And, and Caleb wants to play. And and so I think um, our offense was, was – is built – for guys like Caleb to succeed downhill, um, you know, paint touching guards. Um, he's a leader. And so I'll never uh, discount how, how big it was for me to inherit a guy like Caleb Fields. Looking at some other guys that are going to be key tonight. One of those is obviously guard Freddie Hicks. We have probably not seen as much of, of Freddie Hicks this year. Okay, I'll speak for myself. I've not seen as much of Freddie Hicks this year as, as I wanted to because he's been kind of navigating injury. But when he's played, he's he's been huge. And, of course, he was a big factor in that win at Troy. Uh, walking off the court with 16 points and a huge six rebounds in that game. And then, of course, another neat factoid about tonight's nationally televised game is the last time in 1997 there was a nationally televised game in Jonesboro. That game also included a Freddie Hicks, which is pretty cool. Uh, but Coach Hodson talks about you know what, what he's been able to do with this uh, for this team when he's been on the court. He brings a physical presence that we don't have. Um, in, at the four or five spot when he's out. Isaiah Nelson and DeAndre Dominguez, um, really good players. Ladue Lacou gives us some good minutes, uh, but Julian Wall's given us good minutes, but none of those guys are built like Freddie Hicks. So uh, Freddie Hicks' physical presence around the rim is a totally different look than what we have when he's not available. Uh, he's got the best offensive rebounding rate on the team. Uh, so we're a much better rebounding team with Freddie uh, out there. And then we're much better, um, you know, putting pressure on the rim offensively when Freddie Hicks is out there. Um, obviously, we're known, uh, you know, for shooting threes. You know, Freddie's, Freddie's that other dynamic. Freddie's a 15-foot driver, a post-up guy, which you've seen a lot the last two games. Uh, Freddie's the guy we want to get the ball to in the middle of the zone. Even when South Alabama zoned us the other day, if you paid close attention, it wasn't just one zone. They they did uh, they played some two three. They went boxing one. They went triangle and two. They kept mixing it up to throw us off. Uh, Richie Richie Riley worked for Cliff Ellis um, away uh, back back a while ago, and Cliff's known for triangle two, boxing one. And so they kept throwing things at us. Freddie, when we really struggled with it, Freddie was on the bench in foul trouble. Uh, but when Freddie's available, um, you know, going back to the Belmont game, Freddie's available. 
that zone's not giving us the problems that it, that it did. Because you get Freddie the ball at the free throw line and let him attack the rim, he's going to either score, get fouled, or kick it out to a shooter. Um, and so Freddie, Freddie is having Freddie healthy and available is huge. Isaiah Nelson, uh, also looking forward to seeing what he's going to do tonight. You know, again, in, in last week's win at Troy, 18 points a career high for Isaiah Nelson, 12 rebounds. And most importantly, he was on the court for 39 minutes, a career high big time in that aspect. He's turned in back-to-back-to-back really good performances. And most importantly, they've been games where he's been able to stay out on the court for an extended period of time and not have to to navigate a lot of foul trouble. Ask Coach Hodson, you know, over these past few games, does it does it seem like kind of a light bulb has came on for Nelson, and and can can he continue to do what he's doing with with some consistency? Yeah, I, I think so. I think the answer um, will be film study. I mean, we show him. It's it's not it you you don't want to overcoach him on his fouls at the rim, like when he's going to block shots. I mean, he's a great rim protector. He's had five blocks in each of his last two games. You want to eliminate the stupid fouls. Like he had, he had one against, um, gosh, where were we? It was our last home game. It was Ohio. You know, they get the they get the defensive rebound, and their guards bring it up the floor, and he turns the sprint up the floor and runs right into the back of their point guard. You know, those are the fouls we want to eliminate. Um, and then I also feel like he's he's victim of, I don't want to say poor officiating. I want to say he's victim of it being the toughest position to officiate um, a rim protecting athletic big that we're having, try to block everything at the rim. Unfortunately, those refs oftentimes are anticipating fouls and blow their whistle. Oftentimes it's a guess. Uh, they don't, they can't tell. I mean, officiating so hard. Like we criticize it, but like who, how are you telling in, in real time who initiated the contact? You know, on a, on a hard physical downhill drive from a a big sunbelt wing, and Isaiah Nelson jumps up to block the shot. I mean that that's hard to do, and I I think he I think he's um, fallen victim to some some calls that went against him that shouldn't have or just should have been no calls. Uh, but yeah, I think he's he wants to be out there, and uh, we 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 look at all of his fouls with him and um, talk about him playing in a stance more. Um, some of the fouls that he can prevent outside of just the silly ones are when he's not in a stance defensively, they get some downhill penetration. Now he has to react. He's late to react because he's not playing in a stance. Uh, and so it's, that's been a major point of emphasis with him. I did have one more clip to share with you here about Laquil Hardnett, but I think we're a little bit pressed for time. Uh, in terms of his health, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see him in action tonight against Troy. Uh, he has just been navigating such a a significant ankle issue you know sprained it early in the year I think before the season and and coach Hodson said it was one of the nastiest sprains he's ever seen and and had to you know try and 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 deal with or or had a player try and deal with and then unfortunately when when Hardick got hurt again it was it was that same ankle so that's the issue on why it's continuing to keep him out the the kind of fingers crossed situation is that hopefully uh, since Saturday will be his senior day is that you're able to, that Coach Hodson is able to get LaQuil Hardnett out there for a few minutes on Saturday on his senior day. And I, I'm certainly crossing my fingers for, for that. So that would be the best case scenario, and, and we'll hope that comes to fruition. But uh, again, not going to be available this evening. It's going to be a fun one tonight. We'll talk more about it when we come back. But before I, I forget about it, I do want to mention this, and I don't want to spoil too much of the news, but when you get to 
First National Bank Arena tonight. Uh, look up. I think you might see something there at the facility that we haven't seen in a few years, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I know that was cryptic. It is what it is. We'll step aside for one more break. Come back and wrap up today's workday red zone right after this on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. It takes all of us. Here's what our kids say about fighting dirty to keep Jonesboro beautiful. Airsell your home by insulating attics and sealing cracks in windows and doors. Buy pre-owned clothes from websites like ThreadUp and Curtsy or in person at stores like Plato's Closet, Stout Encore, and Once Upon a Child. Donate old clothes or sell them to these places instead of tossing them. You can donate them to places like Goodwill and Salvation Army. To find more about how you can take action every day to improve and beautify where we live, work, and play, log on to KeepJonesboroBeautiful.com. This is Coach Brian Hodson, and I'm asking you to help our A-State student-athletes by donating to the Impact Club. This organization helps our program stay competitive and supports our student-athletes by facilitating NIL agreements that allow them to endorse local charities. Make a monthly commitment and get access to team newsletters, special gear, and exclusive access. Find out more and give today at ImpactClub.com. That's Impact spelled I-M-P-A-C-K-T club.com. Your support makes a real difference in the lives of our student-athletes. Wolves up. To celebrate 20 years of Nukes, we're bringing back some of our most popular items. Featuring our famous chili and chili taco salad, the hearty royal sandwich loaded with fresh meats, and our famous pesto pizza, the Deborah. Savor the flavors for just $10.99 each and only for a limited time. And if you have a sweet tooth, don't forget to try our new red velvet cake. Order today in the Nukes Eatery app or at order.nukes.com. Cheers to 20 years. Located at 1408 East Highland Drive, Jonesboro in Midtown. Tax season is here. We've all been there, drowning in receipts, lost in complicated forms, and fearing the dreaded audit. But fear not. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services is here to rescue you from tax time fails. Our expert will navigate the maze of deductions and credits, ensuring you get every penny you deserve. With 30 years' experience, Lawson's Bookkeeping Services has seen it all. Lawson's Bookkeeping Services also specializes in accounting and bookkeeping services for small businesses, ensuring your financial ship sails smoothly. Located at 2200 West Washington, call Jamie at 870-336-7326. That's 336-7326. What are you? you looking for in a dentist experience a friendly caring staff the latest in procedures and technology you can have all of those things at brooklyn dental dr tony and dr adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new brooklyn dental they're accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance so why wait call brooklyn dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment that's 393-5330 brooklyn dental open now on highway 49 north in brooklyn the central dealer are committed to making a difference in our community. In Arkansas, 15.5% of the population faces food insecurity. Join the fight against hunger by supporting the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas. Your generosity can help provide meals for families in need. Whether it's a non-perishable food item or monetary donation, your support can make a difference. Join the Food Bank of Northeast Arkansas and the central dealerships in making an impact on the lives of our neighbors. Together, we can truly nourish our community. Central dealerships, home of meter beef pricing we all make choices when it comes to alcohol kids make choices whether to drink or not bye dad bye-bye remember i'm going to alex's party tonight and sleeping over hey have a seat for a second remind me about that party again and adults make choices whether to talk about it that's true of parents and every other trusted adult in a kid's life 
Kids want to know our expectations when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. They want guidance and honest answers to their questions. And it makes a difference when the message is consistent and part of everyday conversations. So talk with your kids and help lead them on a positive path. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Stretch here on the Workday Red Zone. Last call on the Right Fiber Hotline by Ritter Communications. Of course, Right Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. If you can talk quickly, you can call us at 870-930-3776. Let's take one last look here at our KavanaughCars.com poll question. We're asking you for your predictions on what's going to happen tonight. At First National Bank Arena, Arkansas State versus Troy. 19.4% of you are picking the Trojans to win. 22.6% of you said that Arkansas State will win but not cover. And then 58.1% of you say that a state will win and will cover the two and a half points. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves uh, by any stretch, but this would be a huge win, obviously. Uh, with this win, you know, A-State would be able to, you know, you, you win six out of seven. Uh, you keep some incredible momentum going, or excuse me, five out of six. I got to learn to count every once in a while. Five out of six in conference play, six out of seven overall. That's why I can't count. But uh, you'd, be able to, you'd be able to keep pace in terms of perhaps landing in the top four in Pensacola. You would be able to make an impression in front of a nationally televised audience and also what is probably going to be the, the biggest crowd of the season, what should be the biggest crowd of the season tonight at First National Bank Arena. And... I think you just really see this team continuing to surge towards the finish line. And I, I believe that's possible. I believe this team really is playing its best basketball. I think tonight's going to be fun. I think we're going to see a, a lot of points. I think we're going to see a lot of threes. And uh, more than anything else, I hope we see a, an A-State win and, and some great, great energy at First National Bank Arena. When we come back tomorrow to wrap up our week here on the Workday Red Zone, we'll recap it. You know, good, bad, or ugly. Although, again, I'm voting for the first one. Uh, we'll also get you ready for what's going to be uh, some additional games coming up on, on Saturday. Is, uh, A-State will be playing a doubleheader women's basketball at first against Southern Miss at noon on Saturday. And then A-State uh, hosting South Alabama at 2.30. And actually, I say get you ready for an A-State doubleheader. It'll actually be a tripleheader because baseball will be taking on Lindenwood at four on Saturday and of course coming up tomorrow we'll also preview the first game of that series as A-State baseball looks for a six and O start so 
a, a lot of potential really fun conversations on tap for tomorrow's Workday Red Zone. I'm I'm going to be crossing my fingers. In the meantime, though, I'll go home for lunch here in a little bit, figure out what black shirt I'm going to wear out to First National Bank Arena tonight uh, to help A-State black out the bank. And I look forward to seeing you out there this evening. That's a wrap on today's Workday Red Zone. A big thank you to Keith Merritt who hung out with us in Hour 1. Hope you keep it right here because we have got Dan Patrick on the way next and that's going to be followed by The Drive with Cade and Wes at 3 o'clock. A-State Hoops coming up tonight on 107.9 K-Fine and ESPNU. But hope you have it back here with us on the ticket tomorrow morning at 7 for the front row with Bud and Randy. RWRC Radio comes your way at 10 with JC. We'll be back tomorrow at noon for more of the Workday Red Zone. For Ryan, I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great afternoon. Thank you.